Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, this is Fightful, and it is January 16th, 2023. We had a crazy week last week. We've got a crazy week next week. So here we are, sandwiched right in the middle. The football game's a blowout right now, so you guys are here talking with us about a WWE Raw that you might not have watched, but Fightful Select already had a nice report on it. The highest-grossing Raw in Cincinnati history. My God. Well, Cincinnati doesn't need anything else besides that, I guess. Graham B hits us with a super chat right off the bat and said, Adrenaline, I took a nap. Time for Denise and SRS. Well, you know what? If you want to leave us nice comments and statements like that, send in super chats, send in humper chats here on youtube.com slash fightful or humperchats.com. We would greatly appreciate it. That's how you get your question or statement read on the air. And you'll have an opportunity to do that again this Thursday. Uh, the Fightful Award show that was set to happen last Thursday is now happening this Thursday, January 19th. You're going to see some of your, your favorite talent that won awards. 
it's going to be a good time. Our, our first awards are very expansive and we're going to pare them down next year. But considering we are six, seven years in and haven't done awards, we thought that'd be a good idea. Denise Salcedo will be there with me. Denise, how you doing? Damn, I was about to say I'm getting the jobber entrance here. And you know, no. usually you're like, hey, Denise is here. And this time you were like, no intro. I got no music to my uh no music ahead of this podcast today. I'm feeling pretty good though. Uh, no lie. I thought that today's episode of Raw. So I went in today with very, very low expectations. And I gotta tell you, I thought that today's Raw was not bad. I kind of yeah. enjoyed it. There was a lot on the show that I thought that they did very well. They uh got me excited for a raw 30 coming up next week and oh, it's, it was it's a raw xxx hey i know that but i just wanted to say it the like the professional way what are you know. doing step host so i actually enjoyed this episode of raw to me it was um, light years light years better than last year's and i went into today's raw thinking man it's gonna be bad and it wasn't bad today it wasn't they set up a lot of stuff. I'm very excited for us to talk about it. Please leave a thumbs up. A couple quick plugs. FightfulSelect.com. A lot, last week, there was a ton of conjecture. Fightful Select did our best to kind of wade through all this stuff. And I want to say thank you guys to all of you who had kind words. We also broke news last week on Switchblade Jay White's New Japan deal coming up. And I got a lot more real good news coming up this week. A lot more Really, really juicy stories. Just as we went on the air, Fightful Select broke the news that Myron Reed, former MLW middleweight champion, 25 years old, a uh, member of the Rascals, is now a free agent. You'll get more of that at FightfulSelect.com, just five bucks, and you get like 30 shows a month on top of that. Just try it out. I promise you're going to enjoy it. And we had a bunch of interviews this week. Veda Scott, Grayson Waller, Josh Alexander, Taylor Wilde, Crowbar. Crowbar was a phenomenal interview. Make sure you guys check that, as, that out as well. We got Angels this week and some other good names. But let's go ahead and get into WWE Raw. Some dork Esquire says, is Vince appearing on SmackDown to announce a sale? Also, thank you everyone at Fightful, this channel, and all you people over there to help brighten my cloudy days. Thank you all. I don't know. Did I miss something? I don't know. Why is every why why is that a question? I I don't there? know. I don't know why that would even be speculated. Just an assumption. Yeah, I haven't heard anything resembling that. But thank you. And Jonathan Corona is just curious, Sean. When do you guys uh, think WWE is going to sell? Who do you think runs creative? Uh, I think uh, that I think that. Triple H will probably still run creative. Based on the people that I talked to, Denise, and this is something that I reported on FightfulSelect.com, there were people at Comcast and Disney that I talked to who obviously are not in the position to negotiate a sale, but they're the type of the people that would do due diligence on these things. And they said, well, based on what we know about Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, it seems like people that we'd want to retain. And uh, obviously, you, you, hey, you look at, Dana White being retained by the UFC years ago. You want somebody who knows what they're doing. The I love that every single day, though, we're getting new things about Triple H reiterating it to the talent and to people over and over. I'm running creative. I'm running creative. It, it, it is. It, it just goes to show how much people care that Vince is not back running creative, that we don't want that. 
Uh, and just the fact that all the time we're hearing, you know, the meeting that uh, you posted about on uh, for SmackDown, the talent meeting, uh, the talent meeting that happened today and just hearing it over and over be reiterated to us. Yeah. Uh, and it was reiterated to me numerous times last week, specifically with somebody uh, high up in WWE said, well, we specifically want your audience to know this because it's one thing for you know mainstream outlets to know this, but uh, you've got a, uh, the type of audience that cares about that thing. And Denise, even last week, you know, I saw people like taking shots at at wrestling media and all that stuff. There was one real wrestling reporter who was reporting this and doubling down on it. And I, I think that guy's a, a fantastic reporter. I really do. Uh, even if this story was off, you never bat a thousand. But the other reporter that did it was doing it without an outlet. They were just doing it on Twitter. That should be your first sign. But for, for all that that I saw, Denise, I saw a lot of misinformation and mainstream coverage of it. Like there was Axios saying that Triple H and Stephanie opposed the sale. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? You think they don't know the score? Like Nick Khan was brought into this company. They knew what was up. And, and I feel I that saw, one didn't last too long. That one got debunked pretty fast. Yeah, I debunked it. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was another one. It was really smarmy how it was written. It said, be smart. Vince McMahon's uh, return has been well-received by Wall Street. Wall Street don't give a shit if Vince is back. That one? At the same place, Axios, oh, I said see. that. Okay. And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, it, it wasn't because of that 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 the stock price went up it was because of the rumors of a sale like that's why so there's a lot of stuff that you gotta like kind of wade through there and um man it's it's a lot but fightfulselect.com we did a good job check it out guys the line drive says hoping for msk 2.0 with reed and lee uh, WWE could absolutely hire myron reed he is a member of the rascals uh they, they've considered him he just hasn't been on impact or wwe tv Tom Brady says, if you had to guess, what company do you think Jay White goes to? I think he goes to WWE, Denise. I think that's where he's headed. Look, I feel like obviously there's still a lot of a lot of stuff up in the air with WWE right now. But at the same time, I mean, I've said this a million times, but, you know, AEW is definitely, you know, over, over, overbooked, overflowing with roster, with people on the roster. Um, so right now it does kind of feel like a safer bet to maybe go with WWE to make sure that you get that spotlight. But I also don't want to disregard AEW because I, you know, I'm just thinking like, Hey, if, he were to come on my roster, like I would be making sure to actually feature him. But then at the same time, I just don't know. Brie Marie with a, a giant donation. Thank you so much, Brie. We really appreciate this. Says, hi guys, excited for the Rumble. This will be my first time attending it live. Hope that it's a good one. Love supporting you all. Denise and I will be there. We hope to say hi to you. Kyler will be there as well. Uh, lots of people going to be there. So if if you are headed to the Rumble, Hit us up. I know that Denise wants you to personally bring her your favorite step host porns, hard copies of it. Oh, she thanks, wants you Sean. You know, there's going to be some person out there that's like, hey, Denise, look at my phone and I'm going to look and it's going to be like porn on there. Don't do that. Please. You don't literally do that. just told the people to do that. You literally just told the people. Do you not know what it's like out there for women, Sean? It can't. Listen. Are you not aware? Listen. <laughs> nobody has it harder than a straight I'm white done. male did you not see my tweet I i'm gonna mute you because denise i do not appreciate you 
trivializing the plight of a straight white male. <laughs> you don't know what it's like. You don't know my struggle. You you don't understand what I go through on a daily basis I'm just sorry. to survive. I don't understand. I'm so world. sorry. I didn't mean to. Um, but yeah. So anyways, don't do that. Thanks, Sean. Mm. Now I'm going to get some like weirdo intera- interactions. KE775 says, since we're about 12 days out from the Rumble, what are your predictions? Still Ripley and Cody? Yeah, still Ripley and Cody for me. Rhea's been heavily pushed. We're going to get into that. Denise, who are your, your picks? Rhea for the women, I still haven't decided for the men. I'm still undecided right now. Heidi Ho says, hashtag dim boys. Yeah, sure. Logan says, do you think Vince shows up at Raw XXX? Them even including his voice in the commercial had me worried, Denise. How worried? On a, like, how worried? What's the level of worry? 50-50 worry. That's kind of a lot, Sean. Yeah, I mean, you know, the man's crazy. He's an egomaniac. He's... I mean, I can't imagine him not wanting to be part of this celebration. I get it. But then at the same time, especially like this week, there's just been so much. But what I have learned is that, I mean, come on, look at what happened immediately after the Wall Street Journal allegations came out and the, the reports and everything He's that came maniac, out. He was maniac. On, he was on SmackDown that night. And it was one of those things where it, it, it was crazy. So to think that like he came out on SmackDown and then he even came out on Raw after that, I don't think it, I'm not putting it so far out there that he wouldn't be making some sort of appearance on Raw XXX. I don't know, man. I have no idea what to expect anymore. If this year has taught me anything is whatever I expected, just blow that shit out of the water because it's going it's going down this year. Joel, what's the percentage would says I got three percentage questions for you. Percentage Triple H is still head of creative at WrestleMania. I'm going to give that a, a, an 80, 80%. Vince I'm returning. I'm going to 65%. Percentage of chance that Vince returns to television by Mania. I'm going to say 25. And Naomi returning at the Rumble. I'm going to say 50% there. I think that Naomi should head back. I'm going with 70. Okay. I feel okay. pretty good about that one, honestly. Orion Benz says, better prediction, who is Rhea slamming at the Rumble? I mean, I... They've been teasing a lot of, like, the, the men interaction there. Uh, I would love... So who would it be? I would love it if it was Bronson Reed. No, Sean, come on. Don't, please, no. That's too much. For no. a Rumble spot? No, it ain't. No, it ain't. it's too much. You got to go with somebody else, not Bronson Reed. He's, it's too soon for him to be in something like that. He had a like great that. match no. tonight. I can't wait to talk about it. Mr. Showtime says, Sean, let's say it's not Cody. Who then? Rollins. That's who I think. Pro Wrestling Podcast, who is sponsoring uh, this Thursday's Fightful Awards, says WWE is WTF. Hi, guys. Here's $5. Well, thank you so much. And look, Cresta, our, our Impact co-host, is in the chat tonight. Everybody say hi to her. Well, we had a Bloodline promo that kicked off this episode of Raw. I love the tease for next week. An acknowledgement ceremony for the Tribal Chief with a member of every generation of the bloodline. I love that. I love that. So that that makes you wonder who's going to be there. Well, it's going to be one of the first. I don't think they I don't think they do a Monday night football game next week. I, I don't think so. I could be wrong. 
but I don't think there's any Monday night games. And if so, woof, that sucks. But okay, it makes you say, all right, who are around? Afa, there's Manu. I don't think that Manu would get a big pop or anything like that. But um, I think there's LA Smooth. Samu is still around. Uh, You do have Rikishi still around. That's great. Uh, you got the Tonga kids still around. Again, these are people that aren't necessarily going to get huge reactions. Unfortunately, we no longer have Umaga, Rosie, uh, Yokozuna. Like we, we no longer have them with us. Uh, I would love to see. I, I wish they could have like Naomi there just as a like, oh my God, she came for this. I think that would seem like very, very important as well. Like just her supporting that. But what do you think we'll see? I think Rikishi's a given, right? So everybody instantly was like tweeting and putting like, oh, what if we're seeing The Rock? What if we're going to see The Rock? So my whole thing with that is I feel that by... I feel that by next week on uh, Raw XXX that we are going to know whether or not we're going to be seeing Rock at WrestleMania, depending on what goes down here. And I've I've kind of worked it out for both scenarios. Okay, if The Rock shows up, then clearly we're definitely going to know, right? Okay, that's very obvious. But even if he doesn't, and let's say this match between him and Roman is happening, I'm expecting to hear Roman do some sort of acknowledgement, acknowledge that that The Rock isn't there, that he didn't show up. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that by uh, next week's Raw that we kind of have a better idea of whether or not we're actually going to get this match at WrestleMania. So that's kind of like my big, what I'm going to be like looking out for. I'm trying to find some Easter eggs here, unless all of a sudden we hear, you know, that The Rock comes out, then that would be great. But I just feel like, it, it, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to, to knowing what's going to happen with WrestleMania by next week for Roman. A lot of people are mentioning Tamina. I don't even know. I, I mean, I know she was close with The Rock. I don't know if she was close. She's like, she's not in that family, though. The Snookas weren't in that family. Um, Ava Rain is an yeah. interesting name, but her whole thing right now is that she is trying to separate herself from yeah. her family and that the schism is her new family. Four roots, oh. one tree. Judgment Day interrupts. I am fascinated by this. Like, Right now, you got Judgment Day sort of working babyface sometimes, unless they're in there with Alpha Academy. Like, I I like that we've got a bunch of heel teams, and you can kind of just decide which one you like because I find all three of these teams from Alpha Academy to Bloodline to Judgment Day pretty entertaining right now. What are you thinking about this? Because it is a very heel heavy tag team division right now. Okay, so I have a lot of thoughts right now on uh, the Judgment Day and everything that's going down with them. There was a lot of them on the show. So just sticking in particular with all of this, this little uh, confrontation that we got um, with the Judgment Day and uh, the Bloodline. And there was a lot of back and forth in terms of the promo work that I really enjoyed because we're still harping on, you know, making it a joke about, you know, prison Dom and this and that. And they finally, I mentioned this last week, but Dominic Mysterio finally got over with me. And I can tell you that I 
finally feel like I'm a bigger fan of the Judgment Day now that they kind of found something for them. Before, it kind of felt like they really weren't sure. We were seeing all of the... Uh, the, the the some of the like it, it was like dark and mysterious at one point and then they kind of dropped that and we just kind of didn't see like a very clear vision for the judgment day and now it's kind of like they're all in on the joke and for some reason i kind of find that a little bit more enjoyable um but i loved the back and forth in terms of dominic basically saying that um that the Usos wouldn't last with the prisoners that he was in there. And then he was saying that the Usos are wannabe essays. I did like that little, uh, that little shot that he threw as well. Um, but the moment that I think had everybody kind of going, Oh shit. And that was really just that face-to-face -face confrontation between uh, Rhea Ripley and Solo Sokoa with Solo Sokoa getting in the face of Dominic Mysterio and Rhea like quickly jumping in and just getting face-to-face -face with Solo Sokoa. It felt intense. It was really good. And what I liked about it was it didn't feel like, how do I explain this? It didn't feel like believable in the sense that I was going to believe that, you know, Rhea Ripley could take on Solo Sokoa, right? Like that's sure. not what I'm saying. But what I am saying was that it was believable that Rhea Ripley was going to throw down with Solo Sokoa. And I wasn't sure like, you know, how, you know, how Solo Sokoa would react, but I was fully convinced that Rhea Ripley was giving zero Fs and she was more than willing to throw down with Solo Sokoa. So this for me was fun. And then, I mean, obviously we head into the match afterwards. Jay was great here too. Jay was really, really good. The most phenomenal line that Dominic Mysterio has had yet, better than any of them, was the phenomenal rib on the Usos when he looked at them and he said, you two couldn't spend a night in jail and make it. And like they... They seem like like pissed, but also incredulous because, okay, elephant in the room. They've both been in jail many times. Uh, that was a phenomenal rib. And if you're the Usos, you just got to be like, we got that one coming. For all the trouble we haven't got in, you just you just take that one. That was one of the best lines. Period. I, I thought that was great. Yeah, and then I did laugh too when Finn called uh, Dom the ex-con, the ex-con Dom. <laughs> uh, this was chaotic in the best way too because Mustafa Ali did did a dive into the ring and it started that off. We got Mustafa Ali getting beaten by Solo Sokoa. We've got multiple wrestlers across Raw, SmackDown, whether it be Solo, whether it be Bronson Reed, whether it be Rhea Ripley, and others that are getting heavily pushed, that are not being susceptible, that are not getting pinned. And I love to see that. And I also love to see Mustafa Ali in better spots. Uh, I thought this was really, really good. Uh, we've got a bunch of super chats about Bloodline still, but I like this. Mustafa Ali right now is at a crossroads, as we see with Dolph Ziggler. So I don't mind him losing because right now he's trying to find what works for him. And Solo Sokoa is fantastic. Ali in no way should have been at all. I would have been like livid had uh, Ali defeated Solo Sokoa right now sure. because it's just not like what they're, what they've been doing with Ali and what they've been doing with Solo. It's not the same thing. So you definitely had yeah. to have Solo Sokoa get the win here for sure. There was a moment where Ali hit the, uh, uh, the tornado DDT on Solo and first split second, 
I had the, I knew it wasn't going to happen, but against my better judgment, I kind of like did fall for the, uh, for the pinfall, for the pinfall attempt. I did kind of fall for it just for a split second there, but I did love the finish. Samoan spike. Um, that's been looking really great since Solo's been doing it. And I did appreciate Kevin Owens coming out and trying to kind of give, uh, Solo Sikoa a taste of his own medicines from what, from what he had done to him on uh, SmackDown on the commentary table. So I did like to see him kind of go for it there. This was fun. It was all craziness. Mustafa Ali took a good beating from Solo Sokoa, and it wasn't a bad match. It was simple, straightforward. It was cool. Dream Ninja says Rhea getting in Solo's face is one of the most badass things in a long time. She's amazing. Like, she doesn't have necessarily the crossover that we see, we saw out of China. That was a special time and a special person, obviously. But I believe it every bit as much as well. Like Rhea is so good at that. that I buy everything. And I know that she believes she can whip everybody's ass. Just give it time. Give it time. One of the things that I noticed too, and here's the thing about China. China was the kind of woman that, you know, you would coming from a person who was a big fan of China at such a young age. Um, she was like a hero, like an idol to me. Right. I just saw her and I was like, she's so freaking cool. Oh, my God, this and that. And when I went to uh, Axis last year at WrestleMania in Dallas, I remember seeing so many little girls walking around dressed like Rhea Ripley. And I thought, oh, my God, like this is this is like, you know, little me back then with China. But this is for, you know, for them, for, you know, Rhea Ripley having that same exact you know uh connection to her to her character and her persona and i do think that rhea ripley is going to get to these high levels it's just a matter of you know now that she's had this like massive glow up because i did think that the first time that she was raw women's champion it wasn't necessarily perfect there was a lot of stuff in her uh, reign that i would have you know maybe done differently a little bit um but since then we have seen rhea ripley really come into her own and i'm excited to see what big moments are ahead of her to kind of continue to birth, uh, to continue furthering her as a, as a star, honestly. If you want to glow up, check out our friends at athleticgreens.com slash fightful vitamins and minerals, dairy free probiotics. This show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, Play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's the easiest choice you can make? 
Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Antibiotics, adaptogens, and antioxidants. You want to drink your multivitamin. You do not want to take a tablet. This stuff absorbs so much better than your normal daily multivitamin. And right now you get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free travel packs when you go to athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Support immunity, promotes good gut health, boosts your energy, helps recovery. You've got doctors that are endorsing this stuff as well and have for 10 years. And over the past 10 years, they have adapted their formula along with science and updated what you get inside of it. 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food source nutrients, and one convenient daily serving. One scoop, eight ounces of water. It's all you need in the morning. Gluten-free, there's no eggs, there's no sugar added. It's nut-free, dairy-free, so it's good for any diet. One scoop, once a day, every day. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Get that energy and metabolic support. Get that immunity support. Get those pre and probiotics. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Pro Wrestling Podcast says, I will say Dom has really grown on me. I don't know how he did it, but he did. It's very clear how he did it. it they, they looked at the biggest insecurities of the character and the biggest deficiencies of the character. Okay, well, what are the three biggest criticisms of Dominic? He doesn't look like a wrestler. He ain't that good in the ring. And his acting isn't good. So what they did was they capitalized on it. He ain't a good wrestler in the storyline. He's not so a good actor. So what they is have left? What is left, Sean? I know. He's not a good actor, so they have him act like the toughest dude ever, which also covers that he doesn't look like a wrestler. So he, what he did was he embraced all those, I don't even know if they were insecurities that he had, Denise, but they were common criticisms of what he did. And then he, you often hear, Denise, accentuate the positive hide the negative wwe did the exact opposite they accentuated the negative and hid his positives and somehow it became the best thing for him 
It's amazing. They just had to make him in on the joke. They had to make him because you literally just said like, what's what's left when you don't have, you know, the, the acting's not there. The the in-ring work's not there. The, the, the look wise isn't there. What's left? You, you got to give the kids something. So what can you do other than try to make him, um, you know, likable, try to make him lovable? <laughs> and how do you do that? By making him part of the joke, being in on it, making a joke of himself. People are going to find a, a more people are going to find that more, uh, you know, just more more tolerable than us having to buy that. Oh, this guy is, you know going to be going out there and having five-star matches and this and that, you know? So they had to make him um, what they're doing right now. Like, now I can say, like, I know some people are still going to be like, nah, hey, Dominic, and blah, blah, blah. I find the character lovable now, at least the prison Dom version of this, where I'm like, you know what? He found something good for him because this was going down so freaking fast. I was like the most like not Dominic Mysterio fan ever. And now, now I'm a fan. If I can turn... So can wait, you? Wait, 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 wait. You used to scold me when I would change my mind on things. Okay, like this. but here's the thing, though, Sean. Hey, I, I, I don't like Dominic. He's the worst thing on the show. But I had my reasons, Sean. Yeah, I had, I had my, my reasons. reasons for not liking stuff too. I don't. Yeah, just... but you would, you would. It's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same because it's you. A woman who has handed everything because you're a woman and you don't understand what I have to overcome on a daily basis just to be heard, just to have my voice heard, Denise. So what I didn't like about what you would do sometimes is that certain weeks you'd be like, oh, I don't like this because of this. But then if somebody else did the exact same thing, you'd be like, cool with it. It was weird. People do it. Okay. So say Dominic has a match and he does every every move the exact same as Seth Rollins. Well, you know what? I'm probably going to like the Seth Rollins one a little bit more because he's a better performer. Of course. Okay, good. K- no, but I'm not, that's not what says, I was talking about. You gave an example to make yourself look better. K775 says, do you think we'll see the tag world title split by WrestleMania? Denise, they seem very, very keen on splitting the tag team titles, obviously. Uh, word as of like a few months ago was what they, they were going to split the world titles, but they are very clearly setting up a tag title split as they, as they should. I think, I think they should too. And, um, I okay, so going into this, I was trying to think about like both sides. Okay. And I'm thinking, all right, I know a lot of people, I think people are kind of torn on this one where people want to see another set of uh, tag team champions because they're tired of the Usos just having it all. And you know, that whatever hindering the division, whatever the argument is out there. But um, I do think though, that Part of the reason that some people may be against this is because they don't necessarily want a, a priest or a Dominic to be those guys to get the titles. But I feel given that right now they're like the literally like the most one of the most featured acts on uh, Monday Night Raw at this point. And I feel like I feel like they could have done so many different things with Damian Priest and they didn't do all of the things that I had previously envisioned for him on the main roster. And I'm thinking like, OK, you know what, if this is what they're sticking with this is what they're going with they've clearly invested a whole lot in this um i'm cool totally cool with priest and uh dominic being tag team raw tag team champions i feel like there could it could lead to a lot more versus just keeping the titles on um the usos so i'm fine with it daniel smith says could you see the rock not showing up and roman feeling insulted yes yes absolutely 
That's why I hope he acknowledges it. I hope he does acknowledge that he's not there. And to me, I'm going to take that as a tease of like, hey, maybe this match is happening at WrestleMania. Cyclops says KO is going to get his ass kicked by three generations of the bloodline of the Roman ceremony. <laughs> he did come in and wreck shop. Okay, uh, this show had a lot more star power than last week did. I, last week I complained and said that Raw needed some more names on it. Tonight felt like that, and a big part was having Owens on there. It was having Becky on there and the like. Terry Allen says Rumble tumblers should return for fun. I agree. I've been saying this. I want him back. Brandon says. Any word on Lesnar for the Rumble? I know they had planned on him for Elimination Chamber at one point, but I don't know if that's still the case. KE775 says, what returns do you think we see at the Rumble? Chelsea, Dewdrop, Aaliyah, Randy, Edge, Beth. Uh, Edge and Beth, quite possibly. Chelsea, Dewdrop, Aaliyah, I would say yes. Randy, I would give that a... I, I don't think so, man. The guy had a back fusion. I would love it if I was wrong, but... There were a lot of people that were like, man, we'd be lucky to get back Randy, period. And I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's like, would love to make it happen. What? I know who's coming back at the Rumble. Who? Cody Rhodes. That's right. We had a segment here. Joel, what's the percentage would? Great transition, Denise. Says, so do we get the world title split by Mania if we're thinking Cody wins the Rumble? Makes it difficult to do Rock and Roman for both titles and can't see Rock in the Rumble. Well, I am adamant of one thing or two things. Don't vacate one of the titles. Don't strip one of the titles. I hate that because that makes whoever wins it after that just whatever. Two, don't pin Roman Reigns. And people say, well, well, hell, how? How could you not do that? There's ways you can do it. If you want to punish Roman Reigns, you can do two things. Put him in a triple threat match. Guess what? He doesn't get pinned. He loses one of the titles. Or he can defend the title in the Rumble, which he's done before. And they can even say, you've done it before, try it again. And he can be like, well, I didn't win that match. Exactly. And that's the goal here. Because he's pissing off Adam Pierce with regularity. Aftermath Pro Wrestling Podcast says, thinking Cody wins the Rumble. And if Rock is in the picture for Mania, maybe he shows up after Roman versus KO. Thoughts? Well, my thought specifically is, I don't want to see The Rock win the Royal Rumble. I don't want to see it. I say that now. If I see it in the moment, I might change my mind. (laughs) Oh, come on. Be real. You you hear his theme song. He goes out there. He electrifies you. And then he ends up winning. You're telling me you're not going to be like, I, I probably would. Okay, I probably would. Yeah, the I'm last sure ten royal rumbles. If that happens. The last ten royal rumbles have had six repeat winners, so people who have won the royal rumble yeah. before the, on on the men's side, it didn't used to be like that so much. I felt like okay, maybe it did. Hogan, Michaels, Austin, but it felt like a big crowning thing, and it just hasn't been that. But Ro- Cody is headed back at the rumble. I saw a lot of people complaining, Denise. You knew he was coming back at the rumble. We all. Since the okay. moment he got hurt, people were saying, "Well, he'll be back." Yes, the I get that, but I don't. I don't fault the people that are complaining about this, though. I don't fault them, Sean, because didn't we all know that Cody was going to be the person that was going to wrestle Seth Rollins at WrestleMania? Yet we still didn't know for sure, right? It wasn't set in stone one hundred percent. We didn't know. Um, 
I love the element of surprise. I love surprises. I don't even read spoilers, okay? I don't read spoilers at all. So for me, um, I do agree with a lot of people that would have said, you know, yeah, we would have preferred, you know, for the surprise, for Cody Rhodes to come in as a surprise. But I get why they didn't. But again, I would have preferred the surprise element at the Rumble. I do agree. Oh, Jay Stone says, what do you all think about Naomi returning at the Rumble, joining Bloodline, feeding with Charlotte? Considering Charlotte is babyface, this could be a complete reinvigoration of Naomi's career. If she comes back, this is a real chance. She's had some cool spots too, winning the, the Mania Battle Royal, winning Mania, the title at Mania in her hometown, tag team titles. Like she's been put in a lot of good spots, but this is a real opportunity. When I, I interviewed her, she said that she loved the Sonya storyline, that so many people were like, Really? And she's like, yeah, I finally got to do something for longer than two weeks with a story. She wanted more of a story, and this would be a real opportunity. Capitalize off of the bloodline. Do that. You're in the family. That that. Why the hell not, I say? She also gets good reactions when she has those moments. The crowd reacts. Isn't, it isn't nope. like there's some people that get moments. There's some people that get moments, and then the crowd's just like, dud, no reaction. But mm-hmm. Naomi always did get some good reactions when she had those moments. D'Lo says, do you think Raw Triple X will be the night where they turn on Sammy hoping for a Rikishi appearance? I would I would almost guarantee a Rikishi appearance. I think Sammy's got to turn on them. I think Sammy's got to be the one that chooses to leave because that that's important. Like them turning on Sammy three, four months ago, I think maybe that works. When he's when he's made the honorary use, maybe that would have worked. I think now, Denise, it needs to be Sammy turning on them. I've gone back and forth on this because I feel like there's been times where they've sold me on the idea that it's going to be Sammy. Other times they've sold me on the idea that it's going to be the bloodline. And after this Friday night SmackDown, they kind of left me thinking it could be either direction because clearly Sammy Zayn was not too happy that his match with Kevin Owens was, you know, uh, disrupted by the uh, bloodline. But at the same time, like Paul Heyman has made it clear through his facial expressions that he's kind of fed up with Sami Zayn. And so I read both of those things and I'm, I'm kind of torn. I feel like they can go either direction now at this point w- with whoever turning on somebody, but it, especially after SmackDown this past Friday, and we're getting closer and closer to that. Here's why I think it's gotta be him turning because if he gets, if, if they attack him, he's forced to make the right decision. He's forced to do that. He didn't have a say in it. If he makes the decision on his own, it's a lot more redeemable from a character standpoint. Like he, he did, he did all the right things for the bloodline to fit in, but now he's doing the right thing for his friend that needs him. And I think that's I think very, it could work important. either way because if they turn on him and it's you know how you know all of them attacking him, it's gonna be fucked up. You're gonna be like, no, not I know, Sammy. but <laughs> but the only reason he left the bloodline is because they beat his ass. Otherwise. He'd still be there letting people get their asses whipped and doing all this bad stuff. If if he does that, it's like, well, he doesn't have a say in the matter. Like, he doesn't have a right. choice. Yeah, I see what he you're saying. To. Aftermath says Naomi could show up at Raw 30 in the tag title match. There's a lot of spots where Naomi could pop back up. Pro Wrestling Podcast says, how about them Bengals? Yeah, that was batshit crazy last night. Kathy Kelly was at the game. Good to, good to see her supporting the Bengals. Does Raw Triple X open with no chance? Boy, it better not. That would suck. 
Joel says Triple H returned in 2002 with video packages, entered the Rumble, won and went to Mania to win two belts. I can tell Triple H is booking this Cody return. Yeah, but he he came back like before the show too. So, yeah. Finder guys, leave a thumbs up. We would greatly appreciate it. Don't forget this Thursday, January 19th, 8 p.m. Eastern. Myself, Denise Salcedo, Will Washington for the first ever Fightful Awards as voted on by you, the fans. Our physical awards will be in as well. Going to be, uh, I'll actually be at AEW Dynamite next week giving them to, to some of the winners. So uh, check out that this Thursday, 8 p.m. <laughs> Why did I just imagine you being like, hi, I'm Sean Ross Sapp. Here's your award that you won. Congratulations. <laughs> I see it. I'm visualizing oh, it right boy. now. When you do the voiceovers for some of these videos, <laughs> I hope you do them in that voice. The Street Profits <laughs> defeated Cedric and Shelton. This was a slapper. Jesus Christ. Angelo Dawkins, you know, it was also at the Bengals game that the Bengals won yesterday tailgating uh at Damn, bro, you're on celebrity watch <laughs> i mean is, is i was there so i mean i saw him but cedric and shelton killed it angelo dawkins killed it like everybody's raising up to montez's level and now angelo dawkins is hitting that dive like easy as hell yeah no big deal but it still um, looks good because, you know, he's not like a super small guy. So it looks really good when he does. It looks more. Yes. It's like dropping a bomb on someone. It is. Uh, Shelton looked amazing. He looks reinvigorated. Cedric looked great. I was sold a ticket on that toss into the knee. I thought that was it. I thought that was going to be the finish. You have MVP there actively recruiting as well. They They just. This is what I need, a tag team division that was compelling and interesting. And even though Cedric and Shelton didn't win, they looked great. And you could see that the one thing they're missing is having MVP solidly in their corner from a story standpoint, but Street Profits still pick up the win. So it's like, okay, if they did have MVP in their corner, would that have been different? I thought that this did a whole lot. It got a team a win. It reestablished a team together, and it established why that team lost. I thought this was really good. Well, and if you notice too, like you can see like MVP was like trying to get on the rope and then just did, like get on into the ring and just didn't make it on time. So they did make sure to kind of tease that a little bit. Yeah, I, I loved this. I loved everything about this. Both of these teams just just did great. Becky Lynch with a promo. She calls Becky or Bailey a Karen and a kumquat eating loser. And Bailey and Becky had a promo and... It didn't hit with the crowd, it felt like. It It seemed like they were really forcing this matter an awful lot. And it's like, the, I think they should have highlighted how little these two really interacted for the last six or seven years because they didn't have a lot of matches over the past six or seven years. They were always anchoring each other's division or one was out when the other one was out. They, I mean, Bailey missed a year. Becky was gone for over a year due to pregnancy. There were a lot of things that kept them away from each other. And Bailey felt like she was left behind while Becky was like, I was never supposed to be this big star. Uh, so it something just felt off with this. And I love the ingredients involved. I'm going to love their cage match next week, Denise. I know I am. But something felt amiss here. And this is one of the first times we've seen Becky not in the tip-top position. 
How'd you feel about this? So I was kind of afraid that I was going to be in the minority here because I felt the same way. I thought this was a giant miss. It just didn't, for some reason, it just lacked that electric feel. I didn't feel like this was hot stuff. And which is weird because I love Bailey. I love Becky. I think they're both marvelous in ring, Mike, you name it, and everything that they do. But for some reason, this particular, you know, back and forth between them, there was nothing that I really gravitated to, nothing that I held on to. There was no moment um, that I thought, oh man, this was really good. Nothing. There was nothing here. I think there was things that I think they could have maybe reworked this just a lot more. This didn't feel too special. Like the difference between um, this and that face-off that had absolutely like no words involved between Becky and Rhea, Lip Rhea Ripley, which was just the stare down. Two totally different things, man. Two totally different feelings. And this one just didn't hit it for me. But I am looking forward to that steel cage match. I know it's going to be good. Uh, I'm more so appreciating this because I know they're going to do good work together. But this one just didn't. Um, there was nothing memorable about this. Yeah, this this missed for me. It really did. And there's no other way I can put it. And that rarely misses. And the reason was it it felt like a forced issue. I didn't believe felt generic. Was... Yeah, it, it just felt like it. it I didn't it's believe Sean, I'm fighting with you right now. And I think that you suck. That's the same fight. I feel like this issue, if it was really an issue, would have come up a long time ago. You know what I mean? Right. Like trying to find, trying to make a drama. Like if, if I've got a problem with somebody and I haven't brought up brought it up to him for like six or seven years, it ain't, ain't that really serious a of a problem. I don't really care that much. Uh, Elias does an interview and gets a match with who is going to be the 2023 Royal Rumble winner per MVP. That's Omos, or as Jimmy Hart calls him, Amos. Omos whipped his ass, broke his guitar too. Uh, Omos looks like he's going to be involved in the new reformed Hurt business, which I'm I'm completely for because that's it's a little bit different. I think it's the best use of him. Um, but Elias doing this, losing. I mean, listen, he's moved on from the Ezekiel thing. Riddle's doing something else. He should be back soon. They said like six weeks. But um, what'd you think of this, Denise? Unpopular opinion. I miss Ezekiel. I really do. I do, I do too, kind of. But I, okay. Like, this is directionless. But I'm going to be real with you, okay? <laughs> Omaz is now like one of the things I look forward to on the show. Because I love when he goes, <laughs> That's it. It freaking pops me every time. It doesn't matter what Omaz does. He always makes sure to add the big roar and the... <laughs> it's um, It kills me every single time. And I, I feel so bad because, like, it, nothing else is hitting. I think that him being part of, you know, this new, you know, version of the her business or whatever the hell you want to call it um, would do wonders for him. He needs to kind of just be in the background and, you know, chill a little bit and just add to the vibe because everything else that has kind of happened for him on his own has kind of just looked really, really dorky. And I feel so bad. I really feel bad saying that. But a lot of what he does is very, very dorky. Yeah. Hard for me to disagree there. Uh, we had the backstage with Damian Priest 
Dominic Mysterio, Finn Balor, Rhea Ripley, and the Alpha Academy. And Alpha Academy wisely were played as faces tonight because Otis was mega over in Cincinnati. My God, they loved him there. Uh, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, I just love that Damian Priest has to carry the weight like so much. He's doing avalanche, south of heaven, choke slams. He is doing everything. He is practically in the handicap matches, Denise. Dominic is nothing more than a diversion. Like he's just like, look over here. And then Damien's got to do something. This is phenomenal stuff. Like this is great. It's not something I've seen a lot of. And it makes Damien Priest look really good. It makes Dominic look good as a performer. And it, it, like, I just like Alpha Academy in the spot that they're in as well. Like, I thought this was wonderful. I actually really enjoyed this. There was a lot that I liked. Um, I mean, pointing out what you said about Priest. Yes, it's true. He's going out there and doing everything. But I do want to point out, I mean, I feel like I say this in every Chad Gable match, but I did. And maybe it just stood out to me because of Priest's size. Uh, but that suplex that he did to Priest, and I got such a nice reaction from the crowd too. So I was like, yay good um that was pretty fun to see this was entertaining uh i when uh, gable got dominic mysterio on the ankle lock i thought that was funny because uh i thought that was like pretty much it from there but priest basically like coming in and ch- and um choke slamming gable and all of that i just love the way that they uh led up to that point it was fine i mean they did what they do ria's distracting the referee this was fine this was good we have mishin defeat eo sky King of the North says three minutes of women's wrestling is all that Triple H had to offer tonight. What is going on? I want to R- talk about that because I do agree. What is going on? They keep I giving agree. me a yim the shortest matches ever. And like I saw people say there was no reaction. They didn't have time to get a reaction. They they didn't have time to do anything. RH says women's tag champion getting pinned. Happy me yim got a win over EO from a good match, but there's champions getting pinned. It's gets in my crawl. Well, Denise, you know that I, I'm a stickler for this, but I don't mind that as much when it's a tag champion getting pinned in a singles match. When we're talking about the Usos, and and boy, I had I had a lot of weirdos quote tweeting me like, well, what's the big deal about the Usos leaving, losing 12 matches in, in a year and a half? They are the 2-1-2 champions losing 2-1-2 matches. 11 or 12 times? Could you believe... Could you believe if Roman Reigns had lost 12 singles matches? Well, it wouldn't be nearly as special when he lost that title. So I don't like if, but if it's Jimmy or Jay losing a singles match, that's different. I don't really mind that as much. Uh, this, I didn't mind nearly as much because Mi Chen does need to win. She absolutely has to win, but they didn't get any time to really do anything. No, I agree with that. I feel like they are, they keep giving us little taste of Mia Yim. Like we want more. I want to see like the full, the full thing. I want to see her go out there and really uh, just be able to have a moment to show that spark, you know, we haven't been able to see it and you, you know, it's there, but I don't know why they keep giving her such short matches. Like they haven't actually had her go out there and really show what she can do. So they could have definitely done so much more with this here. Well, you can do so much more with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Four additional months free, a great deal on your plan, a 30-day money-back guarantee. Now, a free gift with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Hear what Huffington Post, BuzzFeed, Forbes, 
Wired and so many others are talking about. Change your virtual location with just one click. You can get that NordVPN app as well. Connect to a VPN server. Listen to your favorites when you're traveling abroad. I'm going to try to go to London this year. So I want to be able to watch all my favorite shows. Check out all my favorite uh, radio programs as well. NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows you to do that. Protect yourself on public Wi-Fi. Shoddy security leads to snoopers easily breaking into those public Wi-Fi networks and spying on your data. You can secure every device that you own. Windows, Mac, Linux, Android, iOS, connect up to six devices separately with one subscription. Here's what I like the most. This UFC pay-per-view coming up this weekend, it's going to cost 80 bucks. Not for me. I'm paying like one-sixth of that with NordVPN.com slash Fightful because I can use overseas services. You can get access to the WB Network's old interface, Fight Plus, all kinds of cool stuff with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I love how many of you tell us that you use this. It is a truly versatile thing. I use it every single day, and I'm using it for at least a third of my day while I'm working. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. If you're in the chat and you use NordVPN.com slash Fightful, let us know about it. Sean, you should have told me you were planning on going to London. Thinking about it, yeah. I would too, but the flights are super expensive. Yeah, well... I'm sorry. I don't have somebody rich helping me out with my flights. I, I think I might have two or three people that are rich helping me out with my flights. <laughs> Damn. On this one. Sorry. Some of us got to work for what we uh, have. I'll be working. Oh, I'll be, I'll be working for sure. I, I'm, it won't be a free trip, but James says, you think if a talent held a strike, they could get Vince to step away. It's a stressful environment would cause a lot of issues with contracts, but still. Uh, I think if Vince steps back into creative, there will be people that that turn away from from uh, from the company. Pavement cut your hairs. Is it true we're getting LED screens on the announce table starting next Monday? My friend's uncle, who works at WWE, told me it's happening. I don't know, but I'll ask. I'll ask. Maybe your friend's uncle, who works at WWE, knows better. KE775 says... Predictions for the Iron Men and Women in the Rumble. Ooh, I last year they did not do a good Iron Man. Nobody lasted longer than 30 minutes. By the way, guys, inside the Royal Rumble 3, my, my feature on the Royal Rumble drops this weekend on Select and Monday publicly. The last two editions have had a ton of stories and quotes from wrestlers who have been in it. This whole feature is just about how much of a train wreck last year's was, specifically. The sign caught on fire twice during the show, Denise. And it like it was honestly the lowest morale I've ever seen. You cannot compare one year ago to, to now. It's it's okay. So as of three weeks ago, it was the highest I ever saw it. Since Vince came back, not so much, but lots of stuff there. Predictions for men, iron men and women in the rumble. I think honestly, Mustafa Ali should be one of them. After all the beatings he's taken. I think he should be in there for like a really, really long time. You have any picks? I don't see it being Ollie. Um, for the women, I feel like it may be Liv Morgan because they've been kind of that. mentioning her a lot in terms of what her position is going to be, whether she's going to come in at number one. They teased that. They teased her coming in at number 30. Um, so it seems like they really want us to, you know, have Liv Morgan at our forefront, you know. Um, for the men, if Seth Rollins doesn't win, I can see him being the, the Iron Man for sure. 
pavement cut your hair says why hasn't srs been on the bump kickoff panel yet i would not be interested and i don't think they would be interested either that is not something that i think i would be good at no because you're gonna you're gonna have dorks coming after you being like sean your integrity is you're not a real journalist i'm crying for all day for what i do specifically with that I don't feel like I should, but you're in a different position than me. So what? Like, I'm less important, less meaningful. I'm sorry. Yes, what? correct. Correct. You are. You are those things. Specifically. <laughs> I'm sorry that I take every opportunity to help grow the, my brand. Well, I mean, that's I'm good with what I'm doing. I don't I don't want to do that. I'll I'll do things in a performing aspect like we did with GCW. I'll wrestle. I'll do things like that. But I'm not I don't want to short, Sean. I mean, Honestly. I just, I just don't have a desire to do that. I don't have a desire to that be on that in in that capacity. I think that's something that you're very good at. I think that, that Ryan Satin's very good at it as well. I think Sam Roberts is really good at it and Rosenberg, but it's just not something I'd be interested in. But you'd never know if you don't try it. You're so limiting yourself, know. Sean. You're boxing yourself in. I'm doing all right. Chad <laughs> for our Green Vegas says. Chad Frost to win the Rumble. That's our Young Rock reference. Man, a, a good uh, 800,000 people will get that one. VSD says, Sean, random question. Where did you get the display shelves you got there in the background? Also, Denise, please understand the plight of the straight white male. Uh, I ordered these from Home Depot's website. And uh, they're very good. I like them a lot. Bianca Belair comes out. She challenges Alexa Bliss. And Alexa Bliss is like, well, I'm going to win the Rumble. And Bianca goes, no. Why the hell would you do that? That's stupid. Just wrestle me. And Alexa's like, bet. Then they get into it. Some other stuff happened. Denise, I thought this started off really great. How'd you feel about it? Yeah. So, I mean, we knew the Uncle Howdy stuff was going to come into play at some point or another. Um I didn't hate this as much as I hated it last time when they were just standing there laughing, staring at each other. I thought at least I mean, he didn't do anything. He did still come out and just stare at her. But at least it was, I don't know, a little bit different. The setup, they were out in the crowd. It felt a little bit different here. Um, I'm glad that for what it was, it felt pretty quick. Like they got to everything quick. We're, we're getting the match with Alexa and uh, Bianca. We are We see Uncle Howdy. They fight a bit. Okay, great. I felt everything kind of uh, streamlined pretty fast here. So I didn't even really feel like this was like, this was fine. I really didn't care about this. This was okay. I think it could have been, it could have been worse. And, and it wasn't. Oh, I'll tell you what I liked. Bronson Reed beating Akira Tozawa's ass. This was one of the better squash matches I've seen. Akira Tozawa. He wanted a match tonight. He wanted in the Royal Rumble. I'll tell you what I didn't like. Adam Pierce and whoever's backstage with him being like, what? Japanese guy talking? What? Weird. Yeah, he ain't got perfect English, guys. Whoop-de-doo. Well, I'll tell you what he, he's got now. Got his ass whipped real bad. Cock the Cock Johnson, formerly known as Dick the Cock Johnson, says, I was... I thought that was one of the better Raws in a while. The Reed Tozawa match was awesome. One of the best ma- squash matches I've seen in a hot minute. It was. It was. Somebody says, wait, SRS, you didn't say how the segment finished. Um, 
What what the the Bianca Alexa thing? I've I've Uncle already Howie blacked it out. Already blacked it out of my mind. We saw Just, like fog. I, he was in the little Oz. It was it was the same Oz skit as thirty years ago. I woo. He can stand. Good for him. <laughs> Glad we got that covered. Bronson Reed, by the way, is slinging sons of bitches into into stuff. He's slamming people. He has one of the best top rope splashes I've ever seen, Denise. It's incredible. It looks impactful. Like when Val Venus would do it, I was like, all right, it's a top rope splash. When one of the Usos do it, a top rope splash. When Tamina does it, I'm like, ah, okay, that happened. When Rikishi did it, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty decent, honestly. Uh, Jimmy Snuka had a really, really good one. Like, I'm talking just straight-up splashes. His was so good. Like, at first, the crowd wasn't into this. They're like, we know what's going to happen. And he just beat this poor guy's ass so much. The crowd was like, this is gross, but we're seeing something cool here. (laughs) I loved it. This actually was one of my favorite matches of the night. It was so much fun. This was my favorite Tazawa match. I can't think of another match that I would put in that position. Um, But Bronson Reed, at first I thought, oh man, they're really going to give Bronson Reed this like really whatever's match. And I thought it was just going to be a super, super, super quick squash. But they actually gave Tazawa a couple of moments. Like I love that dive that he did to the outside to to Bronson Reed. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, But uh, I loved uh, Bronson like literally just like, tossing him into the barricade of uh, the shoulder tackle spot that was great too oh man i loved all of this top to bottom i was entertained i was over the moon with this one i was even bummed when it ended i was like oh man that was it was a fun little a fun little match there it was entertaining man it's this was incredible incredible stuff i loved it Carlos Reyes says, any update or reasons why there hasn't been any new Broken Skull sessions with Stone Cold on Peacock? No, I've been, I I need to ask about a lot more about the Stone Cold sessions things because uh, there's there's an awful lot there that uh, I got to look into. Somebody asked if Mia Yim and the OC disbanded. No, they just don't have anything for OC right this second because AJ got hurt. Uh, The OC was actually on SmackDown or on the dark match last week, but also, it makes sense for them to be a little bit apart right now. Another humper. Bobby Lashley beat Corbin, Balor, Rollins, Miz, and Ziggler. Miz is out early. Cool. But you have more Hurt Business teases, Denise. They're trying to help him win, and they do help him win. I'm stoked about this. I'm very excited. Uh, I've been wanting this, and with the addition of Omos, I really like that. Uh, Austin Theory... <laughs> <laughs> he tried to like he tried to capitalize on Omos, and Omos is like, no, buddy. And then you see a situation where Rollins and Theory actually ended up working together a little bit to make that happen, which I think really accentuates the threat of Omos. Because if if you get them working together, I think that says a lot. Dolph Ziggler had some really good shine in this match. You're reminded of how good of a performer he is and how fast he can go. He was just throwing out super kick, super kick, super kick. There were some cool dives here. The elimination aspect of this, I think, works because in in a lot of elimination matches, 
there's almost no way to make a bunch of people look good because everybody has to get pinned. But in this, they found a way to make almost everybody look at least decent. There was a, a bit of an interference. There were a lot of different things that were going on. But Bobby Lashley getting the win, that's good. Rollins, I think, is poised for a top match at, at WrestleMania. I think he's probably getting a title match at WrestleMania one of the nights. Uh, this match was really great to me. How'd you feel? This was a lot of fun. The highlight of this match, though, for me was Seth Rollins. I think he was the one that just kept things moving, kept, uh, you know, kept things just going, man. He was all over the damn place and he got most of the eliminations. Like he eliminated, uh, he eliminated Miz, he eliminated Dolph, he eliminated, uh, Finn, like he was really the one that was getting the most eliminations during this. Also, there was a small little moment from Baron Corbin that I really enjoyed. It was really nothing big. It was literally just the moment where he smacked Seth Rollins on the head. I don't know why, but that popped me really much. That popped me a whole lot during this match. Um, But really, I did. And even when um Omaz, that little teamwork from Theory and Seth, it, it surprised me. I wasn't expecting to see a little bit of teamwork there um, during that whole interaction with Omaz. And um, so that was kind of interesting to, to see how that ended up turning out. And I did love I did love the ending because I thought Seth Rollins was going to win. And when he yeah. went in there and like he sprinted back in there, um, you know, takes out MVP and then he's getting ready. But then out of nowhere gets speared by Bobby Lashley and Bobby gets the win. I thought that was really cool because I was very much a soul in terms that I thought Seth Rollins was going to get the victory here. Terry Allen Jr. says he saw Nikki Cross behind the commentators. Uh, indeed. And Orlando Orego says, I felt this Raw was a throwaway show tonight. The main event was the only good thing. Glad you guys enjoy it. Hey, that's your right to believe that, but uh, I thought it was a pretty good show. I thought oh my God, it, it was so much better than last week. And then I what's agree. worse is that last week, we were getting people upset because we didn't like last week's show. Yeah. I was mad about that too. The line drives his credit to the producer for giving Tazawa enough offense to give the to get the crowd involved and have Reed kill him. Chef's kiss. I'll give you all a little little scoopski there. It was Shane Helms. We have uh, the list of producers for Raw, SmackDown, and now AEW Dynamite every week. In addition to having the the Raw and SmackDown plans each week, we've we've had it for Dynamite the last two weeks as well on FightfulSelect.com. Make sure you guys subscribe, but leave a thumbs up on this video. I cannot tell you how important that is. Pavement Cut Your Hair says, what's the late on Ricky Boogs? Um, so I was actually did an interview with Nick Comoroto of AEW for a new project uh, that we're working on pretty soon. And he mentioned that he works out with Boogs sometimes, and he's hoping that he'll be back pretty soon. But uh, hopefully so. Hopefully he's, he's doing a lot better. But... Next week, Raw Triple X, Denise. We've got uh, the U.S. title match, Austin Theory and Bobby Lashley. I believe they announced that for next week. The Raw Tag Team title match, Judgment Day and the Usos. We have Becky Lynch, Bailey in a steel cage match. So that's three pretty solid matches. Like plus three pretty the solid Roman matches. Reigns segment. Yes, the plus the, uh, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Acknowledgement ceremony, we've got. Michaels, Undertaker, Teddy Long, X-Pac, Road Dog, Farouk, the Bella Twins, Jerry Lawler, Kurt Angle, and Ric Flair there. It took them a while to promote this episode of Raw, but I think they're doing an all right job of it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm really looking forward to the show. It's not. It's been a while since we've had a Raw where we had so much 
announced in advance and it felt like a big deal to tune in. I don't really remember the last time I felt like it was a huge, huge, huge deal to tune in. I would say this is a pretty big deal to tune in. And no Monday football next week. So I imagine the viewership is going to be way, way up. Uh, we get a last Humber chat that says, Hi, Sean and Denise. You should watch the most recent Botch of Mania. It's the funniest one I've seen yet. Had me busting a gut. Thanks for covering Raw, SmackDown, everything you do. Shout out Grapsity. I love listening to them every Saturday. Yeah, every Saturday, Grapsity is here. They've been doing a lot of great interviews. They interviewed Veda Scott. Uh, that's up now. Uh, Will Washington does Day After Dynamite. And hey, if you like Grapsity, they do Ask Grapsity on Fightful Select every other week. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. That's the place to be. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. Guys, thank you all so much. A reminder, the Fightful Awards this Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Come share your thoughts. Check out the awards. We want to make this a big deal every year. We're giving out uh, physical awards every single year. And uh, it, it makes me happy to see how much the talent that – have been informed that they've won actually care about these awards. So hopefully you guys do too. Until next time, we're out. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4:55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, Everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.